For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. The point we accrued at the weekend at Brighton is the only point we will get this season, thus consigning us to the lowest possible points total of any Premier League football team since the inception of the Premier League. So Jim Grant believes, I disagree. We'll chew the fat over this once the show starts. Manuel Pellegrini is the worst manager we've ever had and should be sued uh, through some kind of malfeasance <laughs> lawsuit to do with his inept, inept managing of West Ham United. <laughs> I disagree with that contention, but that's Jim's contention, and we will, uh, we will lock that contention in the cupboard and send a bear in to attack it after the break. Puppies, kittens... They're really cute. Jim Grant disagrees. I disagree with Jim Grant. And we will attack that idea with, and stick it in a bear trap once the podcast starts. But first, joining me from Knees Up Mother Brown, the best website in the world to go to if you want West Ham-related news, it's Gordon Thrower. Good evening. Hello, Gordon. Also, it's uh, top digital journo single-handedly killing off print media. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely killing, d- <laughs> stabbing to death print media. Uh, he was at the Daily Mail. He's now at the Daily Telegraph, and his head honcho of digital news reportage publishing, publishing, publishing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Dan Silver. Hello, hello, Dan. Uh, now we uh, played football at the weekend, and uh, we played Brighton, didn't we? Now who went? Who I went. went. You went. I went. I didn't go. Uh, Dan, Dan, and I didn't go. Uh, Jim Gordon, you both went. Yes. What was it like? What was it like? What Brighton or the match? Brighton. Uh, Brighton was really nice. Mods and rockers. I uh, went to went to uh, 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 Catholic guilt forcing forcing <laughs> the potential suicide of a, a young girl impregnated by a gang leader. Oh, oh, Brighton Rock, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Is that what you're asking me about? Well, yes. What I think about Did Graham Green's uh, iconic Rock? novel yes. about Brighton, uh, yep. which I like, but yeah, very uh, good. Uh, it had nothing to do with that. That didn't experience. happen. No, okay. nothing like that. Am I in the right all. room? Uh, <laughs> Mods and rockers uh, fighting on the beaches? No, none no? of that. that. None didn't of that. Happen? None of that. Okay. Well, no. Okay, well, we better with, talk um, about the football then, Good friends of the podcast, Colin Milne. Colin Milne? We had a couple of pints and then we went to the He's great. Uh, they do very good pints in the ground at the Amex. Do they? And nice pies. I had a really, really pleasant chicken and ham kind of pie. We went to a game there a couple of seasons of ago, didn't we? It's on, a, it's on a high windswept uh, Oh, it was horrible tour. wet when we a went A high time, windswept wasn't it? tour, yeah. and yeah. we got beat 3 0. Uh, uh, no, 3 no, 1, because Hernandez three, uh, got, got a, got a oh, yes. consolation goal. Ah, it's his, uh, it's his, yeah. it's uh, his stomping they're, they're ground. His, they're his bunnies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think that the uh, casual listener will observe that we didn't play particularly well from the fact that we're talking about pies. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's very astutely oh, pointed yeah, out, that Gordon. Is, that is. Okay, I'll, we quit, I'll quit now while I'm ahead. Yes, yeah, should we talk about the football? <laughs> yeah. Yes. You want football talk? Okay. So we can do that. 
You guys might have to handle that. Well, yeah, well, Carrie, um, it was Dan and myself. always going to be, uh, I think, I felt difficult once you knew Anderson and Heller both were, were out mm. and you saw on the team sheet that Hernandez was on his own up front. And I, I feel it has been demonstrated time and time again that he can't really fulfil that role. He can't really lead the line. And it felt for the first half and much of the first half uh, like we were playing with ten men. I mean, he, 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 you know, he just doesn't contribute. You um, hate him, Jim. No, I don't hate him at all. And I think use use correct. He scores goals when and and uh, use correctly. That that you know, he's a fantastic impact substitute. For example, he scored the goal. You know, um, and he made a great run for that. To, you know, to create the space for that goal. So um, no, I, it's not. I think it's a bad play. I just don't think in that formation. You know, he, he's going to hold the ball up bring people into play, do all the things that Haller seemed to be doing so well yes. in the first half um, in, in the last game. Um, yeah, I, I, I have this strange sense of deja vu because I'm sure the last time I was on the podcast we've had exactly the same conversation. Yeah. I mean, it happened time again last season when uh, Hernandez, the only um, out-and-out striker, um, theoretically on the books, and time and time again it's... The, the, Playing him up front on his own has been proven not to work. When Pellegrini first came, I thought the populist wisdom was he loves four four two, and and I mean that that seemed to not really happen much. I think what he really loves is 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 technical players who keep the ball and and and, yeah. and, and you know um, play play enterprising attacking football. He wants you know and and he wants four of those on the team sheet. It seems to me and and. Um, the problem with that is that a lot of um, uh, Premier League teams are just going to bully you, just going to bully you mm. in midfield. They're, they're, they have a physical. Those, though, you know, Brighton's sort of three, three big central defenders. They just we kept you know, and the, and we played a surprising amount of long balls as well. I mean, you know, Fabianski was hoofing it long a mm. lot of the time, mm. and you just think, well, we're never ever even when Antonio was on. I don't think we won a, a, a flick on in the entire game. But you could see that Fabianski wanted to play it short, but nobody no. was coming back for no. the ball. Right. And his only option was to kick it long. Yeah. Which, you know, it's, it's lunacy. And if your only target in the first half is Javier Hernandez, it's, it's, it's double lunacy. Up against lunacy. that guy who's like six foot seven yeah, or something. Dunk, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Well, Dunk is, but he's great anyway. Right. Um, oh, what's the guy? Burn. 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 He's huge. The, the guy was caught offside like for the mountain. Mm, yeah. For the VAR yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, um, I thought we started the game quite well. Having said all that, mm, we mm. kept the ball for 15 minutes. We, that, that we had it. the ball. The, there was um, the, they had the first you know. chance from that free kick, and then for about 15 minutes, um, we knocked it around all right. But we never really looked like having that no. cutting edge, that creativity to actually, and, yeah, um, get anything. And then they. Sort of, you know, they'd had their bit of a break, and at the end of the day, we were kind of looking, um, feeling very fortunate that they they couldn't finish oh, but, really. Yeah, but, yeah absolutely. They there had again, and such we is the nature of the game, isn't it? That, that that we could easily have actually nicked all three points at a couple. Well, we of could questions. have done, yeah. and we had, and to, it would have been stolen. But yeah. you know, it, it's so. Well, the second well, half was more even, definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and more open. You know, mm-hmm. there were there were there were more chances. Mm-hmm. At, uh, at either end, they missed a couple of absolute sitters. Yeah. When did we score on about the 16th minute? Was it? Something like that. Three yeah. seconds later. Bad defending, wasn't it? Yeah. Bad, just, just, just kind of incompetent, kind of messy. Yeah, the usual thing, you know, Murray sort of 
bullying people out yeah, of the ball. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, it was. I mean, it, it was alarming at half time. Uh, I didn't, you know, I, I, I didn't see the game. I didn't see it on a feed or anything, but I just saw the BBC's website and the stats for this team with a lot of attacking players. On the pitch, we we seem to present no goal threat at all. Now, you know the you know the shots statistics were uh, atrocious. But I mean, I think we'd had more or less nothing. I, I think it's time. a very old cliche, but it's very very true that if you've got those sort of creative flair players, for want of a better phrase, um, you have to earn the right to to play that 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 football. And, and you know if 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 they're bullying you in midfield and you're not winning the ball, I mean, pro Wilshire, I think his sole purpose was when he got the ball was to hang around and wait for somebody from Brighton to nick it off. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he struggled, I thought. He was playing slightly deeper, um, uh, which I think in a way nullifies, you know, his strength, which is, which is sort of, you know, making those little breaks and runs in the, you know, in the sort of middle attacking third of the, of the midfield. Um, I, I worry about him a little bit. I, I, he's a, clearly a class player, but you know, he hasn't solved the problem in midfield that has been you know, staring us in the face for quite a few seasons now, even beyond before mm-hmm. Pellegrini, which is you know, power, you need power and pace and, and legs in midfield. You know, and it, Rice can't do it all on his own. He had a very no, good no. game, by the way. I he thought did, Rice. Yeah. But, um, uh, you know, and, and, and the one player of that type, although not necessarily, you know, brilliant, that we, that we had in Obiang, we've, we've, we've let go. Yeah, yeah. And it I mean, do you, do you think it does seem that, in a way, um, uh, Lanzini is more successfully doing the role that Jack Wilshere would ideally like to be in? And, in a way, uh, Fornells it feels like that might be what his preferred role well, as well. It's like you've got three guys that all basically want to be the number 10. Another similar sort of player, mm. you know. And Anderson, you can add Anderson to that list. Yes, absolutely. Um, and to a certain extent, Noble, in a way. Yes, Although yes. he's, a, you know, obviously yeah. he's, he's, not, he's not quite the same. Well, but... he's learned defensive qualities, hasn't he? I <coughs> um, think, in a way, he was that guy when, when, when yeah. he first came. So, yeah, I think I mean... he's more versatile than some, some of the others, but, but is still at his best when, as a sort of technical, you know, Passing midfielder, isn't he? He's not a. He's not a. He's not a. You know, he's not a water carrier, and he's not a ball winner. You know. So, um, did you think we were sort of basically being bullied out of it in midfield? Um, yeah, I yeah, did. yeah, <laughs> yeah. In, in effect, you know, just just they they were they were quicker and sharper for for much of the game, really, and, and we were chasing shadows a, a lot of the time. We didn't get close. Snodgrass gives you a bit of yeah. bit of energy and a yeah. bit of you know um, effort. What about the um, team selection? Were there mistakes in it? Do you think Chicharito alone up yeah. front? Is yeah, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> we were better second half soon, and he saw that at half time. We were hanging on for yeah. half time. Brought on Antonio mm-hmm. um, for Wilshire, I think was it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and that made us instantly more competitive. Whatever. And I thought Yarmolenko was was decent when mm. when he came on. Yes, as Yes, well. he looked really good um, pre-season, didn't yeah. he? And I sort yeah. of like. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, and if he's. I don't know what he's like now because I didn't see any of those pre-season yeah. games, but I really liked what I saw of him last season. Yeah, you know, they were positive. We didn't lose the game. It's the first time we've got anything there yeah. since they've come up. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can overstate how crucial that point is as well. If we'd have lost yeah. that game, yeah. Yeah. two games, yeah. two defeats, bottom of the table, yeah. and Brighton could have scored four or five. Yeah. They'd have absolutely yeah. trashed us. Yeah. We'd have been in crisis already two games in. Yeah. So it was a terrible performance. 
a game we were lucky to draw, but it's a crucial point. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Point away from home is... Yeah, is, yeah absolutely. You know, that, um, um, and there were some positives. As we mentioned, Rice, I thought Lanzini looks, on, looks, looks really, really good. Interesting, this season yeah. and these first couple of games... Um, that run in the second half, that Maradona-esque Well, absolutely fantastic, from, almost from the edge of his own box yeah. to set up a chance for Snodgrass. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he did, he did pretty well. It was a good save, actually, I thought. Was, I mean, yeah. He did pretty well to, to get it onto his left. And, yeah, you know, uh, Pellegrini obviously um, uh, holds a lot of store by, by Lanzini, doesn't he? Because yeah. as soon as he became fit towards the end of the season, he was almost never present. In fact, he quite often played... Ni- he sort of put him in for 90 minutes... Mm. Almost yeah. as soon as he came back, and you're going, yeah. um, well, hang on, don't take him off, take Lanzini off. Yeah. He's been running around for 60 minutes and hasn't played a game of football for a year or something. Yeah. Yeah. Every so. time I've seen Lanzini come back from injury, um, it's always taken about yeah. three or four games for He's him very to, rusty, to, to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more so than others, you know, other, and... and as I say, well, he's had a pre-season now. And, he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's and he's, I mean, he, I mean, I only saw the City game, but he, bizarrely, you could have almost thought he had a free role in that game because mm. he covered every blade of grass mm. in mm. it. He was, uh, he was closing the keeper down, um, which LA did w- uh, well too. Uh, but, uh, but he was also kind of back putting tackles in. Um, yeah. And I think that, you know, it, it will, Hopefully, it'll garner sort of benefits to play him all the time because he does. One thing he seemed to do in in one of his periods of injury was lose his shooting boots because when he first came, not only did he have everything that's obvious that he has, he had a really good eye for goal. Didn't oh, he? He's got that, a couple of good ones pre-season, didn't he? And seems yes, to have he got did, that yes. back. The yeah, one yeah. against Fulham was a great strike. Um, what the one against Berlin as well. Very encouraging, but it's but but uh, but as we say, in a way, it sort of puts question marks over kind of Fornells, Wilshire. Um, well, you know, we need to find yeah. The question mark is is about fitting them all in, all into the same into the same format. You know, team. You know, yeah. You, you know, Fornells, Lanzini, Wilshire. You got Anderson as well. Um, you, you know, how do you, how do you? I'm not sure we can accommodate all of them. No, it's difficult. And who's you know. an out and out winger? I mean, the, uh, well, yeah. Well, I suppose Yamalenko in a way. Um, Antonio is because yeah. he's got power and pace up the flank. Yeah. I mean, he is a you know he is one of those guys that will carry the ball mm. uh, and just uh, you know attempt to shrug off as many tackles until he eventually just falls on the floor <laughs> when it goes out for a throw-in. But or blazes it over from 20 yards because yeah, he yeah. thinks he's David yeah. Beckham. Yeah. But he yeah. gives opposition problems, doesn't he? Yes, he gives does. some yeah. things to think uh, about. It, it was noticeable you know. that... that <clears throat> Um, you know the, the Brighton defence didn't, didn't, didn't have to break sweat in the first half, but um, uh, they were a little bit busier in the second. Oh, with, definitely. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. we think we should have had a penalty? I thought he got clipped. Yeah, I wondered about that. Um, it didn't even get. Looked, I suppose did it get looked at? Uh, I wonder whether it was on, right on the edge of the box, wasn't it? I wonder whether yeah. it was in so the box there, or there, not. On the, the uh, feed that I was watching, there there were two elements to that tackle. The first one was outside the box, but there was a little clip inside he, the box. He, and he when raised they raised his leg and. Yeah. And caught him. And when they reviewed yeah. it, I think they reviewed the first one was like not a foul. Yeah. But they, I'm not sure they reviewed then the second oh, step, right. yeah. which is why Antonio was going absolutely it, mad. Yeah. It looked it well, from where we were. Um, it, okay. Match of the day, of course, it didn't happen. Um, <laughs> no, no of least nor, nor, nor did his header in the last minute. Which yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, um, that didn't make it so much of the uh, day. Uh, goals on Sunday, to their credit, actually raised it. And um, uh, I think the guest had. Um, 
the guy who used to play for Stoke, I think, was in there, Walters. Okay. And um, and he said, so, you know, what was given there? And, um, and uh, Chris Kamara was actually at the game, and uh, he said, oh, nothing. He said, so, what, the, not even a free kick for... No. He said, well, <clears throat> VAR's working well, then, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <that's probably. laughs> Let's pick this up uh, after the break. Join the Stop Hammer Time League on the MatchPint app at matchpint.co.uk slash app using the code HAMMER. Predict any final score from the Premier League this week to win free Budweiser's. And league leaders can also win match tickets and more. Go to matchpint.co.uk slash app using the code HAMMER. There's a link in the description of this podcast. Come on, you irons. Welcome back. At the moment, Stop Hammer Time is brought to you by MatchPint, which is an online uh, and mobile service which shows sports fans what game is being televised in which pub. It's an app, isn't it, Jim? Yes, it's, it's an app, app yeah. I've, now, yeah. an app, Jim, is something that's... Uh, uh, I've, I've got it. I don't really know what to do with it. But what I've an app it. is, is, right. is it's a thing on a, on, a, on a mobile phone that you can... Uh, <laughs> y- you touch it and something happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> in that regard, <laughs> like the clitoris. <laughs> we, we, um, we, we do have a digital um, publishing person. Oh, well, he could have yes, a better explanation than that. Dan, what is an app? Dan, you should be reading this. You should be reading this. Now, yes, MatchPint is an online and mobile service which shows sports fans what game is being televised in which pub, wherever they are on their computer or via their phone. It's your best mate for sport. And uh, they have designed the Budweiser Premier Predictor. Now, there are three elements to this. Call it, challenge, and win. Call it makes your prediction each round on the televised Premier League games. Challenge takes you on your mates or your family for bragging rights. And uh, you can join super leagues like the Stop Hammer Time League uh, to take on presenters and other fans. Uh, and win, a perfect prediction will win you a Budweiser and points for all your predictions will win monthly prizes like Premier League match day tickets and much more. And that is a match point. A good idea. Jim, you have it on your phone. I you? do, yeah. 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 And that's an app, is it? Yes. What is an app, Jim? It's... <laughs> It, it's a thing on your phone. You, you, you press it and stuff. stuff Wait a minute, stuff Dan. Happens. Dan, no, this is terribly explained. <laughs> Dan, happens. what's an app? Um, well, it's a thing on your Gordon, phone. Gordon, what is <laughs> Why can't any of us get to the bottom of what this is? <laughs> no, that's um, excellent. Excellent. Now, um, I've been. I was thinking. I was thinking um, when. When there was a little bit of talk about uh, Four Nails, our, our, our new player, and. and uh, it's going to take him a little time to sort of settle in, uh, in a way as it did with Anderson. Uh, and I was, I was trying to think about players we've signed that have uh, either underperformed based on what we thought they might be like or overperformed based on what mm. we thought we might be, they might be like in, in West Ham's kind of history. Not players that turned up and, you know, they weren't very good. I don't want it to just be a kind of, oh, wasn't he shit? And all that <laughs> like, oh, that bloke okay. was, he was shit, wasn't he? Um, well, I'm going back a few years, and high on my list of underperformers is John Radford. Oh. High on my list. Because I hadn't seen a lot of him in the first, but I'd, I'd, I'd seen a lot of him scoring goals on the big match and match of the day or whatever. Yeah, and I won thought, the double with Arsenal. And I think, thought, oh, yeah. crikey, we've, yeah. we, you know, we've done something here. And uh, he was 
Oh, he was, he was, he was poor for us. I, he I, really was. I mean, I, I know you don't want this to be a... He was shit. No, no, no. Thing, but but no, because good, well, he, he had been a good player, hadn't he? Until he arrived. Yeah, until he arrived. He was just so underperformed. And he also... Didn't look interested. Didn't he? Yeah, he, just, mm, he always seemed no. sort of like, oh, yeah. Um, um, played 40-odd games just didn't, didn't, didn't trouble the scorers. No, he, he didn't score. his debut for Blackburn didn't, didn't when we scored him. Yeah, 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 there you go. There <laughs> you go. There you go. Dan? Uh, I'm going to bring us right up to date. Simone Zaza. Oh, yeah. Uh, very excited about to the extent that my son got his name on the back of his shirt. Oh. We, uh, we went to the pre-season game against Juventus where he scored, yes, of course, and we yeah, almost yeah. signed him on the back of it. So I had one son who had Zaza on the back and one son who had Pyatt on the back. And that season didn't go very well for those shirts. And they're now banned from getting anyone on the back of their shirts. But, uh, yeah, Zaza had great expectations for. Yes, I don't really know much about European football. So I I don't really have Sky Sky Sports. So I didn't really have any expectations for Zaza. I remember one... Now, I distinctly remember... You and I uh, talking, Jim, sort of in the 90s, and I said, for maybe even the early noughties, saying, I for once would really like to buy a player from another team where that team is sorry to lose that player. Do you know? Mm, Harry, yeah, Harry Redknapp yeah. had a fantastic knack mm. for buying players that were going nowhere at the club they mm. were at, like Ian Pearce, who was kind of... You know, He'd be on my list as someone who you, you sort of overperformed. Absolutely, mm, yeah. absolutely. And Harry, you know, I mean, for a couple of years, Harry was... The, the best talent scout in the country, yeah. you know, um, uh, getting Trevor Sinclair going, I really like that guy who did that overhead with the dreadlocks yeah. for QPR. Yeah. What's he doing now? QPR in yeah. the second yeah. flight. Oh, he must be bored out of his mind. Let's buy him. And he turned up and was fantastic. Yeah. But um, the, one, the one time we did do that, and you pointed out that we'd done it, was when we bought Lee Bowyer the first time from yeah. Leeds. Yeah. Because he was on yeah. fire for Leeds yeah. at that time. Yeah. And was also part of that Leeds team that had come very close to winning the championship yeah. and did well in the Euros and stuff. We got him and we thought that's, you know, because they were already starting to enter their money problems, so we, you know, attacked them and bought Lee Bowyer from them. Yeah. Going, you know, this guy should be done. And so underwhelming. Yes, he was. Just, actually, both times in a way. He, <laughs> yeah, both he came back a yeah. second time. Yeah. And that's what the one of the most disappointing sort of purchases, yes. I think. Devil Suka, I thought, was, uh, you know, yep. just... Yep. There's something about... There's a little thread here with the... Uh, there's an Arsenal, Arsenal connection, is it? Because Lundberg, you could add to the list. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Lundberg was um, one that came to mind earlier on. Yeah. And um, although not entirely his fault because of injuries and stuff, but Paolo Futre. Yes, yes. And I can remember the, 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 one of the few games he did play when um, we beat Southampton. Yeah, and oh. just some of the things he did on the ball there, and you just oh, it was, oh, it was a very much a case of what might that was have that been. That period of time when we also had Dumitrescu, didn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 There was Glory days. Mad. It was yeah. mad, really, wasn't it? And, and it must have been around that time that Danny turned up and scored. Yeah, his yeah, yeah. 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 But I mean, certainly, you know, overperformers. I think Arsenal did supply us with a few because uh, Winterburn, who, you know, you're kind of having a sort of player quite near the end of his career who seemed to be a kind of a meat and potatoes player uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, 
you know, quite a sort of cynical yeah. hand in the air, offside, Arsenal back four from the George Graham era, turned up and just immediately, first game out, didn't need like four or five games to settle in, just came in and looked like a fantastic left back, straight from the word go. Runs all the time, you know, uh, overlapping runs. He just came from a you know, mm. top flight team at which he had played left back yeah. and when I would just carry on seamlessly in this team I now play for. Was he had one season too many, though. I think mm. his contract was up and they gave him another year because he'd had a good season. And yeah. I think it turned out to be one year too many for yes, him. But, yes, yes. Um, yeah. Another player who... who so you see players differently when they play for you, don't they, from when, when they're playing with the opposite. And another player I thought was disappointing for us was David James. I, I, I yeah. didn't rate him as a keeper at all. I was really that was a surprise to me when he turned up. And was I, I, so was, wasn't ordinary. he similar though? Wasn't he similar wherever he went? I, I was thought, he? Yeah, I thought. I, well, yeah. you know, yeah. I'd One of three, he was like five the million goalkeeper. Buyers, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, um, we, we get to the uh, the, the, the theory. You know, that just once we want the club he's leaving it'd be sorry he's going and I don't think anybody maybe no. not yeah. maybe. Are we get him from Liverpool yeah, or was, Liverpool. was there someone yeah. in between he got injured very early on didn't he yeah, yeah. he missed the first few yeah. games I think and didn't I think he? that yeah. kind of put him on the back foot yeah. from which he never really moved forward yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, trying, I'm, I'm trying to think of ones who've overperformed <laughs> <laughs> well there, there are people there are people who turn up from apparently nowhere like Breaker from Luton yeah, yeah. are yeah. fantastic yes yeah. yeah, so I, I um, slightly don't I, mean yeah, that because no yeah. that's not what you know, you're on about, about is it it's people who, you, you, who you've got who've got a bit of a reputation when they come I yeah. guess the, I guess the ultimate then. in um, people who performed way above um, perhaps what their fee uh, might have suggested must be the Five grand we paid to Southall for Alan Devonshire. Yes, because I mean, I mean, even back then, five grand was nothing. And um, you know, you mm. to, I think there was a sort of um, some kind of social media, you know, post and and uh, replies uh, in which it was said, uh, "Oh yeah, we do really well with aging players, don't we?" And I thought. No, we do. Yeah, Sheringham. Sheringham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sheringham. absolutely. And uh, Wrighty. Wrighty yeah. was great. Yeah, he was great. Stuart yeah. Pierce. Pierce was yeah. great for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in fact, um, uh, Soles was good. Mm. He was. He yeah. would have been yeah. in the Pardew Championship season, is that? Uh, or, or latter end of 2003 in the relegation team. Um, Brian Dean was in that. Mm. Yeah, sort of that couple yeah, of years yeah, as well. Yeah, Both yeah. of those guys Brian played Dean very played well in the championship, didn't he? Did yeah. He did he league? not score the goal for us away at Wigan that got us into the? I think he playoffs. I think he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's cold and wet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they. I think both Celes and Brian Dean sort of broke down in the end through uh, age. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but but yeah. while they played, they were great. So Les was excellent for us, you know. Uh, you know, it was that, you know, it's like riding a bicycle thing that those, you know, those guys never quite lose those kind of instincts. But then we have ones, have had ones that, like Devil Suka that seem yeah. to completely yeah. lose those instincts. You know. Well, we've had a lot of those, those strikers with the, come with a bit of a rep and turn out to be, you know, really yeah. the Meadows of the world. You know, there's been a lot of those, haven't there? Yeah, Benny McCarthy. Did Mido come with a rep? Well, he did all right for Spurs. You know, he's an international footballer. He did all right for Spurs, didn't he? I mean, I, you know, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, we weren't expecting much of him, were we? So I don't think he quite fits your uh, category. But. Um, 
So Adrian's had quite a week since we did last <laughs> yeah, Monday. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, what a week he's had. Uh, yeah. You know, I think they must have played that Euro game the you know, we did this show last Monday, didn't we? And I think the Euro game was the Tuesday. Or uh, was it Wednesday, I think. Or it was, was the Wednesday, Wednesday yeah. yeah. So he had that extraordinary, um, uh, you know, similar to the Everton uh, thing in, in that penalties were, were yeah. his defining moment, um, yeah. saving that penalty, but also making a very good uh, one-to-one stop. I didn't yeah. see any clips of that. He, he, yeah. he, he, he in inverted commas, gave away uh, the penalty that turned... Uh, Led to extra time. Oh, but, right, right. But actually, when you see it, it was... Um, I didn't get anywhere near the player. Um, delicious irony in Liverpool conceding a penalty to a dive. Um, right. in there. But... Um, uh, and, and the penalty that he saved in the shoes, that wasn't a great penalty, to be fair. But no. um, he still saved it. I was just longing for him to be taking one. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Do the, the, the glove thing Do the glove yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. 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 But then at the weekend, you know, he sort of played well in that game, but then just a catastrophic blunder. Just did though, a kick I mean, out I watched, straight into the legs I watched of the, the highlights. Oh, right, okay. But watching the highlights earlier on, there were a couple of times in that that his kicking was, um, you were going, oh, he was close there. And, mm-hmm. and, and it was... It was never his strongest kind of, no, suit, was kind it? of an accident waiting to happen, really, the, the, yeah. on Saturday. But, so. It was great to see Klopp, after the shootout, Klopp running over to him and really yeah. kind of mm. loving yeah. him, embracing yeah. him, the way that Adrian has been kind of chopped and changed by West Ham managers yes. over the last yeah. few years. He was, to see someone who really appreciated... Oh, yeah, to try a bit by Billich, wasn't he, he was, really? absolutely. I thought that was harsh and unfair. And Moyes as well, in a way that Moyes was... Moyes was in this slightly untenable position in that yeah. he, the, the journalists were basically saying to Moyes, you know, uh, well, there's a World Cup coming up. Are you going to play Joe Hart? Are you going to play Joe Hart? And he's going, well, you know, if Adrian makes a mistake, I'll play Joe Hart. And then Adrian made a small mistake. He just put Joe Hart straight back into the team, you know. It's one of those things with... I mean, Hart felt like a sort of Sullivan sign, sort of mm. kind of he's, mm-hmm. he's a marquee signing. We've got, we've look, we've got, you know, the England keeper. Uh, he was shocking, wasn't he? Appalling. Really shocking. His confidence completely <laughs> yeah. shot, and it was very unfair for him to be keeping. So he's sitting Adrian on the bench of Burnley still, is he? No, oh, I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. I think he might be. Yeah, it's yeah. just. It's it's sad in a way because you know he it's an interesting thing you know the psychology of sport he his career has just gone to p he's lost he's lost it hasn't he he's the equivalent of a bowler getting the yips or something like that and it's such a lonely position you know if you don't have faith in your ability in that in that situation it's um, you know it can fall away from you very quickly much well, more than an outfield player I well think. we saw didn't we with uh, Darren Randolph who had sort of um, you know when when Billich dropped Adrian which at the time I thought was uh, sort of terribly unfair but you sort of wanted uh, Randolph to be good and in people's memory was um, he had a really bad game for Birmingham hadn't he where he sort of shipped eight goals or something against, like, <laughs> Reading or something, yeah, someone like that. Right, yeah, yeah. And um, so people were like, oh, he's rubbish, he's rubbish. And and so you was, I kind of wanted him to be good. And he was sort of good for a, for a few games. And then you started to see a basic flaw in him and that he was incredibly indecisive yeah. and was glued to his line. Never come off his line. Never no. came off his line. Yeah. And you were like, well, that's mm. catastrophic, you know. Yeah. Adrian, who, who, as we said last week... Sometimes the kind of armchair football fan 
comes up with kind of shorthands about players that aren't actually mm. true, is that, that, that Adriano's a flapper, and I think he's quite the opposite of a flapper. He's actually very decisive. Mm. Sometimes the decision Overly is decisive. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the decision yeah. is wrong. But yeah. actually, I'd take that over, yeah, um, over a flapper or someone that doesn't come off their well, line. Well, uh, as a defender as well, I imagine you want, you want your keeper to be making, making decisive moves and communicating yeah. clearly. And you felt that he had that... You know, he's, he was he was a he was a kind of ballsy yeah. character, Adrian, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. But more, as you as you said, more than any other position on the pitch, it's something that if your confidence goes, it is a, a nightmare to try and get back. I mean, just look at some of the keepers we've had over the years. Um, mm-hmm. Probably Mervyn Day. Mervyn Day, yeah, fantastic yeah, goalkeeper terrific, in his youth, and, yeah. and then he had a, had a bad bad couple of games, and that was it. I remember seeing one the big match, and it was the year we got relegated in. Oh, it would have been what seventy. Eight was it? Seventy-eight, yeah. Seventy-eight, yeah. yeah. And um, they, Brian Moore had him in as uh, as the sort of Sunday afternoon guest or whatever. And we'd lost another game, and Brian Moore was saying, "Well, what do you think we could do to to turn this?" Brian Mervyn, he looked almost in tears. He was that, yeah. And, and, yeah. Mm. It's, uh, mm. it's, uh, it's it's difficult to. to yeah. I mean, football supporters are quite easily have a go at people, and, and it get it'll get personal. Sometimes you got got to remember these people are human yeah. beings at times. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a, I mean, again, another goalkeeper years ago, Alan McKnight. You remember? You know, <laughs> yes. Talk about again, yes. underwhelming and all that. Now, maybe ten years ago, maybe longer. I actually met the guy, and he's a lovely, lovely guy. And on his own admission, he'd, he'd, he'd say, oh, you know. He, you're a West Ham supporter. The first thing you do is apologise, and, <laughs> and but he was a genuinely nice guy. And I just think, blimey, all those times I was sort of shouting stuff at him, and I feel really bad about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, but, you know, it's, but to say goalkeepers, I've just actually thought of one for your for your list, mm-hmm. David Kelly. Oh, definitely David, from that era, David mm-hmm. Kelly. Yeah. You know, came from the lower leagues, Warsaw, I think it was, with a bit of a reputation though as a heavy goal scorer. Mm-hmm. And was pre- he did got a few for us? Sign, he was um, was I, it Walsall we got him from? No, he, he was at Walsall, but uh, oh, maybe we got him from feeling, somewhere else. Did we not sign him from Bayern? I know he ended up at Bayern at oh, one God, point. Did we? It didn't work out. I there, thought we he'd him come. Back. Oh, maybe. I, I may be wrong there. No, and, you might and, be right. You're yeah, no, yeah. you're you're. I, I usually bow to your, your historical yeah, um, uh, acumen. So you're you're um, going to get like loads of people on the Facebook page now. What's he know about it? Yeah, but he ended up going. scoring goals for fun. For Newcastle and yeah, whatnot, else, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 he was, he was yeah, disappointing. Yeah, Unlike David Cross, of course. Who Unlike was, David uh, Cross, ah, now there's there's a player who goes into the football <coughs> well above yeah, yeah. expectation. Yeah, a much, went, this guy's a much more talented player. The ever, he, he's still more talented. Than he ever gets credit for. Everyone thinks of him, you know, the psycho nickname, yeah, and the, yeah. the big bloke up front. But he was remarkably good on the floor as well, really good, um, yeah, and yeah, nobody yeah. ever. Uh, um, <laughs> I always remember him in his, the 1980 Cup final when um, they're doing the usual thing where he's got the pint of milk and they're showing him the goal and um, and he, he made a comment about Trevor Brooking using his pace there sort of thing <laughs> which, which went straight over the head of the uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the interviewer very yeah. very, very clever bloke Mr Cross yeah, terrific. Yeah, terrific yeah, bloke. Yeah. Yeah. so Sorry. we have a game uh, coming up uh, at the weekend against Watford Watford uh, Going to that? Yep. Going to that? Yep. Going to that? I'm on holiday. Ah, oh, where are you going? Going to Dubrovnik. <laughs> Dubrovnik? Mm, scouts and Croatians. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, nice. 
Hmm. Um, it's supposed to be a great holiday destination, isn't it? Apparently so. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very on trend. I've never been before. Right, yeah. no, but it's, There's uh, a lot of coastline, isn't it? It's really <laughs> like, um, it's, supposed to be, it's supposed to be fantastic. It's very hot. It'll be very nice. I'm sure, I'm sure Watford would be uh, equally hospitable. Doubtless. Oh, it's a lovely place, Watford. Lovely, yeah. Love, love going there. Yeah. It's the only mm. place where I've been in a pub and been attacked by my own fans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, How so did that happen? A uh, friend of mine lives in Watford, so we went to the went to the game. We won two one. Steve Lomas scored. Went drinking mm-hmm. in Watford afterwards right. in a in a pub. We weren't wearing colours. We were allowed in. There was a bit of a commotion, and a load of West Ham fans threw a sandwich board through the window. Ooh. And then uh, all the Watford in pub like, "Come on, let's go and get them." We're like, "Actually, we'll finish our pints. <laughs> <things. We'll, laughs> we'll leave you to it." But yeah, nice place, Watford. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful, lovely. Lovely. It's a dull walk from the station to the ground, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So what do we think? Well, um, they've not made the best of They're not the Watford of last year, are they? They're not. Well, not yet. Actually, I think they are. Um, Did did they not win any of their last six last year? And it seems to have carried on. So I think they are the Watford of last year. Publicly humiliated at Wembley. Mm. Mm. Yes, they Um, were. Yeah, yeah. uh, We beat them just before that, didn't we? With with embarrassing ease, actually, on that I predicted the result of that game on this very podcast. We actually had a couple of chances before we scored. But once we scored, it was remarkably like watching us compete against somebody who's mm. just yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was the boot on the other foot. I had to feel sorry for Holobas. Went, got, got sent off for being the last man, bringing Antonio <laughs> down. Made all the effort to appeal against um, the, the suspension, which they kind of just fudged it and said, yeah, okay, um, we'll, we'll grant you your appeal because it's the cup final. And, um, yeah, in retrospect, I think he probably wishes he hadn't <laughs> yes, bothered. Yeah, but, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what do we think? Uh, <coughs> it looks like some of these guys will be back, hopefully. Well, I, I, that's, and... I think, important. That makes a difference. Um, uh, I, I can't imagine it's going to be the same kind of... The context is totally different. They're going to want to bounce back. They got, they got, they got well beaten at, at home, didn't they, by Brighton, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, and then normally it's a tricky place, not a great happy hunting ground, is no, it? No, it's quite, it's quite a difficult place to go. So, um, I'll be happy with the point again. Be very, mm-hmm. very happy with the point. I think. Go for prediction, Jim. I'm going to have my traditional one-one. One-all. Yeah, Gordon. Um, I've been giving this a lot of thought, and I actually think we might win. Um, That's what I like to hear. The, the 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 return of of Haller will mm. um, it will be the first time we've been able to sort of test what is effectively a, a first choice eleven. Hopefully, are we building too much on Haller? Um, given, I was impr- well. I thought oh, we're going to lose this game because Haller's not playing. It's well, like uh, no, but I, th- I think that Haller brings brings something that we need to the game. And um, the the first half against Manchester City uh, and other games, the pre season stuff, but he. When the ball gets played to him, he does hold it up well, and he brings players in. That chest layoff he has and, as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. And that, 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 is, that is the sort of thing we, we, you know, we're crying out for on Brighton on Saturday. And I'm not trying to make a talisman of him or anything like yeah. that. Also, but I think that, that that's the sort of player that, that uh, you know, it's a little bit like last season where it took us a while to work out what our best starting lineup yes, was a combination mm-hmm. of injuries and other things that suddenly we, we happened upon it. And I think this is going to be the situation again this week. Now, I, saw, I watched the, the, the highlights of the Watford game and um, 
uh, at, at Everton. And I'll say, yeah, they were a little bit unlucky. But there's going to come a point where you're going to be saying, oh, we were unlucky again and again and again. And I think they're just on the cusp of that. And the, I think the return of the, the, the injured trio, I think I think all three might be back. Um, I think that's just going to edge it in our favour. Um, I'm going to go 2-1 for us. 2-1. Yeah. Dan? See, I'm going to go 2-1 as well. I mean, we're not, not going to keep a clean sheet, so you have, to, you have to give them something. But I think for me, it depends on his defensive selection. And... He's got to start chopping and changing. I think he's got to pick the yeah. four he wants at the back and stick with them so they get a chance to gel and to learn each mm. other's rhythm of play and to get a little bit of consistency. I thought that the decision to bring in Ogbonna last week, you can understand because he does head the ball well and Brighton are kind of yeah. aerial threat and Balbuena had to look a bit sluggish. But again, now we've got a different central defensive pairing and oh, they, you know, they don't look in sync. So I think he's just got to pick his four and, and give them a run of games and let yeah. them kind of gel and learn each other's play and form a unit. Would, would yes. that be Balboa and Diop in the middle for you? For me, it would be Balboa yeah. and Diop and Fredericks and, well, you can take your pick on the left. Um, yes, I agree. Fredericks looks a little rusty against Manchester City uh, and the only way to cure that is to play him. Yeah, he's absolutely. Got to play him yeah. Because he'll, he'll, you know, the... the, the you know, it sounds odd, an odd thing to say in a game that we lost uh, nil five. But he, his, his defensive sort of play was okay, but but his crossing was poor yeah. because we just you know we, we had chances uh, if a better cross had come over to do something, especially when you know with Alaire in the first half and uh, his crossing, which we've seen he can do, yeah. he seemed to have forgotten how to it do. It was poor. He had a quiet game at Brighton. I didn't think he had a great game right. at Brighton. And, um, well, he's quick, you know, he's fast, and I think it, any team that has a kind of a, a, a speedy attacking threat, I think we sort of need to, we need to play him if he just keeps up with them and makes it difficult for them, because, I mean, teams that sort of, you know, attack us with pace, we're a little... And that speed allows him to recover as well, so yes. when he does make yeah. a mistake, you can quite often get back and, and make a recovery tackle, which he did a couple of times in the first couple of games. So, yeah, I de- mm. and he, he just needs that confidence, you know. Prediction, Stan, prediction for the game? One. Two one, two one. You can't have two one. Why not? Because uh, I beat you to it. <sighs> Apparently, it's a, it can't, it's a, it can't it's be two podcast, podcast tradition. It can't be one nil, so I'm going to have to go three one. Three one. Watford two, West Ham United four. Ooh. Is my oh. prediction Ooh, controversial? My prediction. Mm. <laughs> nice. No, uh, place well, your bold. Bet. Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> bold. <laughs> place your bets. I was right about last season's uh, away game. So, so do do. Bet large amounts of money. Do bet responsibly all of your <laughs> possessions. Do bet res- all of your possessions Sell responsibly. Sell your house on, and all its contents yes. and put it on four yes. That's what you're saying. But and, and when the fun stops, you're probably homeless. Yes. yes. When the fun stops, <laughs> go again. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah. Because then the, that fun will start I'm again. glad nobody yeah. said when the fun stops to me. No. <laughs> 40-odd years ago when I first started going, 50 years ago when I first started going to West Ham. I think that might be it, gentlemen, for this week's Stop Hammer Time. Uh, my name has been Phil Whelans. Gordon, your name has been Gordon Thrower. And it still is. It still is. Thank you for having me. Thanks with me, uh, Jim Grant. Cheerio. And Dan Silver. Thank you very much. Come on, you irons. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.